Yes, yes, people, easing into a new episode of Echo Chamber. So let's get into the UK box office top 10 for the weekend of the 13th to the 15th of September. All right, so at number 10, still hanging in there, we've got Fast and the Furious, Hobbs and Shaw. Still doing its thing at number 9, Toy Story 4. At number 8, it's Dora and the Lost City of Gold. At number 7, it's the secret cinema screenings of Casino Royale. At number 6, we got Angel Has Fallen. At number 5, still high up in the charts, it's The Lion King. At number 4, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. We um, There's a review of that. And Lion King from the last few weeks. So just go back in the archives, people. You can check out those. At number 3, we've got Hustlers. At number 2, we've got It Chapter 2. And at number 1... We got the film version of Downton Abbey. Boom. Okay, so um, this week with reviews, kind of went back a little bit, found a, a real cool film on Netflix, and so um, yeah, you get that this week, people, because it, it's been a crazy week. Like I've seen a lot of films. All embargoed. Can't talk about them yet. But London Film Festival, second, second of October. So um, yeah, things are coming, people. Things are coming. All right. So let's get into this week's review. Okay, people. So this week's film is um, Hearts Beat Loud. Ah, it's a bit of an, it's a bit of an old one. Well, I say an old one, like wh- whatever you quantify as old, but it's not a new film that came out recently. Let's say that. But yes, I watched Heartbeat Loud. Um, it's directed by Brett Haley, who also wrote this screenplay along with Mark. Um, Bashk. It is starring Nick Offerman, Kiersey Clemens, Blythe Danner, um, Ted Danson, Tony Collette, and Sasha Lane. So, the uh, the gist of the film is this: Frank Fisher played by Offerman, a former musician who lost his wife in a biking accident, owns a failing vinyl shop called Red Hook Records in Brooklyn, New York. His daughter Sam Clemens is slated to leave for the West Coast to study pre-med at the end of the summer. Despite Sam's desire to study and spend time with her, her girlfriend Rose, Lane, Frank incessantly urges her to play music with him. 
During a jam session, Sam reveals she wrote a song titled Hearts Beat Loud. They spend the night recording and mixing the entire song. And, um, yeah, then the rest of the film, we have essentially Sam and Frank embarking on a journey of love, growing up, and musical discovery. This, man... Ah, you know what? I really like this film. I really liked this film. It's... I I think... Look, the big thing for me... Is... Stuff... That kind of speaks to you. Stuff that has depth. Stuff that has a substance to it You know uh, 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 Characters you can emphasize with Now Listen You don't always, you don't have to agree with them You know what I mean But You can understand Why They've done something Or they think a certain way You know what I mean I think that's very important, especially, look, especially for me. Because I realize that oftentimes, you know, I'll review things, I don't like them, do you know what I mean? But the popular consensus is it's a, something great, but I, it just doesn't work for me. But when you have something like this, god damn it, love it. It's just, there's just something about it, you know? And um, yeah, I I just think Haley he he did a fantastic job in like you know the way this film has been constructed and put together. It just it just really works, you know. It it's just like look, you don't go in knowing everything. And all the relationships and everything like this. But as the events unfold in front of you, it all it all makes sense. It's not situations that you're just like, wait, but why would that that doesn't make any No, you're watching this story unfold. And it's not it's not like it's happening and it's like, yeah, I know that's going to happen. Obviously, that's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's happening. It's not like it's like that. But it just, these situations, they feel natural. You know? Like, it's not forced just to lead the story in a certain way. And that's... I like that aspect of it. You know, it's just like the whole relationship between um, Frank and Sam. You get that. You can understand that. And even when it's like, you know, especially at the very beginning, it's just like, Dad, I want to study. No, come jam. And it's just like, ugh. You, you know what I mean? That works. You you feel it, and it and it's great. 
And then when they are jamming, then you see the other kind of side of their relationship come through. And it's just natural. It, it just makes you smile. You know, and, and that's the really great thing about this. You, I think you go through, a, you know, an emotional roller coaster. There's these, there's these really just great moments, really great moments, you know, like just the whole way the jam session kind of plays out, that's, you know, it works, it really works, like, um, then the next day, Frank in the coffee shop, Another good moment. No, it's a bakery. No, I think it's a, yeah, it's more a bakery than coffee shop. So that's a good moment. Even though, kind of acts a little ignorant when motherfucker knew exactly what was going down. You know what I mean? But but you have these different things like Sam and Rose on the bed. Just ah, really nice. The bikes. And then at the end, it's just, yeah, yeah, and you're like, oh, man, you feel it, you feel all of it, and it's just, there's, there's, hey, listen, listen, right, I didn't cry, I didn't cry, but I ain't gonna lie, ain't gonna lie, there's emotions in this. And yeah, they're like you you can feel the moisture build up. Hey, it ain't rolling down face and shit, but you can feel it building up because you 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 care about what's happening. You care about these relationships. You know what I mean? It, it just happens in this way that you're just like, wait, are they gonna? Oh man, god damn it, you know, all of that, and it's fantastic, look, and even, so, Blythe Danner, as, um, Frank's mum, yo, she's not in it a lot, but when she is in it, just works, just works, from the wave in the police station, just that little wave was just like, yeah, that that's a perfect for this situation, and it's great. Like Ted Danson as the um, as Dave, the bar owner. Ted is great, and he's not in it a lot. But this is the thing: it's just like sometimes you have these big names in small little parts, and you're just like, ugh, why? You know what I mean? That's just Ted Danson. You know, but he actually inhabits the role of Dave. And so it adds to the film rather than just a cheap little cameo. You know, Sasha Lane is fantastic as Rose. Fantastic as Rose. The whole bike situation. The bike situation on the bed. And then the actual bike situation. And at the end, 
she just breathes so much life into those moments. It's just, man, she melts your heart. And like in the shop, in the shop, when she realizes about the song, it's just like, oh, yeah, that's nice. That's nice, man. Yo, Offerman as Frank, just great performance. Great performance. You know what? Like, it's now, listen, it's not the same film. Definitely not the same film, but it's got the same kind of sentiment to it. So there's definitely vibes of high fidelity here. And Offerman does kind of, you, you feel Offerman the same as um, John Cusack in that film. You know, completely different characters, but kind of similar in sentiment. And, yeah, like, Offerman really runs the gambit here, you know? So, we we have this enthusiasm, we have this love, but then we have this selfish side and this destructive little element that's there for for a hot minute. And he he really does it well really, like, you believe, you know what I mean, you believe, but then, he, he redeems himself, I, but you understand why, so this is the thing, you understand why he's kind of going through this arc, but he makes you believe it, and Clemens, I mean, Clemens, man, what can you not say about her? Loved her in Dope, she's great in Easy, and this, she's just, God, I just, yeah, she's great in this. She really, like, you know, she can still sing. She, her performances are just, fantastic, you know, there, there is this chemistry on the screen, and, like, yeah, Clemens, Offerman, Lane, they just work so well together, and we can't forget Tony, Tony Collette as Leslie, it's, it's, ah, like, you know, it is funny. It's a, it is a kind of Sam and Diana situation from Cheers. But yeah, you 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 watch this playing out and you're kind of like, "Oh, but it can't," right? So, I love the way the film finishes because it's not like, "Oh, and they all run off into the sunset happy." But you're you're left with that that hope of happiness. You know what I mean? And happy can be many things. 
But yeah, you're left with that note of happiness. And it's, yeah, it's great. It's, it, 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 it's great. Because we see these thing, different things and the acorn of growth and continuation with, you know, Frank and Leslie, with Sam. You're just like, okay, okay, this, yeah, okay, you know, like, you could probably do a sequel, but hey, it's, it's, it's just nice the way it is, do you know what I mean, it, it's just nice having this snapshot into their lives, you know, having this story the way it, it unfolds, that's, hey, it's perfect the way it is, you know, so, if you like, yeah, listen, if you like stuff like High Fidelity, if you liked Unicorn Store, love, another fantastic film, from Netflix too, right, so, if you love those films, you know, hey, I think, this is all you, I think hearts beat loud is all you, you know, it's, um, so it's PG-13, which I guess in the UK would be 12A, um, yeah, it's 97 minutes, so it's a real good length, you know, just over an hour and a half, um, yeah, it, it it's a great film. Hey, cannot forget the music. Keegan DeWitt wrote. Um, I believe Keegan DeWitt wrote the songs. Great songs. Ah oh, man, I'm definitely looking for this. Hoping this soundtrack is on Apple Music because it's great. Love the music. Really love the music. So if you're a fan of. Iron and Wine, if you like Wilco, you're in that kind of vibe, little shins, hey, I think you will love the music in this film, and there's a couple, there were a couple quotes in this film, so one from Dave, um, which was, we don't always get to do what we love, Frankie, so we need to try to love what we do. And I, I just think that rings true for so many things, right? So many things. But there was a, a something Rose says to Sam, which, hey, it it was so it was so perfect for the moment, and really just hey made that scene so good. But it's like you gotta be brave before you can be good, and I just loved that. Yeah, I just really like that. I, oh, it was just, yeah, it was just perfect, man. So, um, hey, this is Hearts Beat Loud. You can find it on Netflix. Um, it's written and directed by Brett Haley with um, Mark Basic also helped with the writing. And it's starring Nick Offerman. Kirsi Clemens, Tony Collette, Blythe Danner, 
Sasha Lane and Ted Danson. People, check it out. You will not be disappointed. Okay, people, so we're drawing to the end of another episode. Short one this week, but you know what I mean? Nice, nice and concise. That's what I feel. Um, listen, I've said it the last few weeks. Hey, all the um, all the films are now available for people to buy tickets for this year's the 63rd London Film Festival from the BFI. So if you haven't got tickets yet, things are selling out. So head over to the BFI website or just go there in person and cop your tickets. There's so many films, people. So many films, documentary shorts. You really don't want to miss it. Okay, so let's get into this week's news. All right, so Elaine Burstein and Emma Thompson have joined the cast of The Lost Girls. Now, this is a, um, a, a story that's kind of a sequel to, um, you know, Jay and Barry's Peter Pan. And it's based on a book from Laura Fo- Laurie Fox. Um, so the, the story chronicles four generations of darlings. So that's the family Peter visited in the beginning, you know, Wendy Darling, all of that. So it's looking at the four generations of women from that family. Um, as they struggle in the aftermath of their adventures with Peter in Neverland. The film will follow how Wendy um, struggles to retain her creative spirit after her fantastical journeys with Pan. Like her grandmother and her mother before, and her mother Jane, Wendy must escape Pan's hold on her and the promises he desperately wants her to keep. As her daughter Berry comes into Peter's orbit, Wendy must fight to save her relationship with her daughter by reconciling her legacy. So, um, yeah, I mean, it kind of sounds interesting. Um, Livia Del Palace is adapting, directing, and starring in the film. Um,. Which also, yeah, has Emma Thompson's daughter. Always like a little nepotism. Um, and Chris Curling and Meta Valentic are producing. Okay. So, um, it's funny. A while back, Universal were looking to launch this whole um, monster universe. A couple of failed attempts have seemed to have squashed that. But they're still looking to make monster movies. And um, one of these is going to be Dark Army. 
which is a new film that's written and will be directed by Paul Feig. Um, yeah, so Feig, ha this isn't based on any existing movies or anything like that. Feig came up with this original idea, which will use, um, you know, the, the, the existing monsters like Frankenstein, Dracula, Wolfman, the Mummy, that side of thing. But then also he's creating, um, you know, new characters, new monsters for this as well. Uh, so could be interesting. You know, it's a as I said, look, it's a standalone project. It's not connected to any of the previous films or the new films that are in the works, like The Invisible Man. But um, yeah, could be interesting. Kind of also sounds a bit like the um, man. What was that film? The Dark Justice League kind of thing that was um being talked about um, you know, from DC a few years back. Okay, so um, Netflix have um. They've got a new film coming, which is an adaptation of um, a book by Elizabeth Brundage called All Things Cease to Appear. Um, the film version is going to be called Things Heard and Seen. Um, and, um, yeah, so Amanda Seyfried is um yeah it looks like she might be coming on board uh and um robert paulin paulsini and shari springer are um you know putting this together for netflix so the story follows recent transplants to a small town who find their new home is cursed by the tragic murders of its former owners. As one haunted secret peels away to uncover others, their marriage reveals itself to have a sinister darkness of its own. Uh, yeah. I don't know. No word on when that's going to be released, but filming is due to start um, I think later in the month. Also, coming to Netflix is um, going to be a new film directed by Matt Reeves. Um, so it's called Waystation, and um, this is also an adaptation of a book, uh, and it's by. Clifford D. Simak. Uh, so, um, yeah, the book is called Waystation as well. And, um, yeah, it, it kind of sounds like it could be interesting. Uh, so, um, Reeves, Adam Kassan, Rafi Crone. Adam Massey and Lincoln Stormaster are all going to be producing the film. 
Um, and the story is um, is a, along the lines. It's a big sci-fi thriller. So basically, for more than a century, Enoch Wallace has been the keeper of a way station on Earth for intergalactic alien travelers as they teleport across the universe. But the gifts of knowledge and the immortality that his intergalactic guests have bestowed upon him are proving to be a nightmarish burden. For they have opened Enoch's eyes to humanity's impending destruction. Only one final hope remains. So, um, yeah. I mean, it sounds interesting, so we'll see what happens with that. Like, I think the biggest bit of news, and man, this, this is, yeah, I, I'm very excited to see what happens with this. But Legendary have optioned the rights to develop a film based on the classic Burt Chrysler story the machine so um you know his first stand-up special is on netflix so if you haven't heard the story you'll find it there but if you go on youtube facebook type in burt kreischer the machine you will be able to see the video it's it's oh, it's so funny it is so funny and such a crazy story and it's true so um yeah i can only imagine how crazy a film based on this would be uh so yeah very much looking forward to it like the video itself has had more than 85 million views so um yeah you know if there's that much interest in just a story imagine how many people could possibly go see this film you know what i mean um yeah so you know it, it, it the story's about christ's adventures as a university senior at florida state and um he basically joins the russian mafia <laughs> so yeah this is um oh man i'm so looking forward to it no word on like when production's looking to start or anything like that but um yeah keep an eye out i I'm, I'm assuming more news will hit in the coming weeks and months but yeah very excited for that um yes people that's us for this week we'll be back next thursday so tune in for more film news peace